Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's time for Barreled Up by Ball Cap Sports. Here's your, here's your, here's your host, Jim Wiley. I think in, in Seattle, uh, you know, Seattle Mariners Nation, there's there, there's been comments about how Munoz was out there three straight days and, and then he had a hip thing. And then Kirby's commenting about uh, he didn't feel like he should go out for another inning. Is do 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 we trust that? I mean, I guess two things, I guess your 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 feelings as a ball player, if you're there and you hear your pitcher saying that he didn't want to he, he didn't think he should have gone out for another inning. Um, does, does, does that sit well with you? And then from a, from a perspective of, you know, somebody who now analyzes the situation, right. do you feel like Seattle's, it, it, do you think something might be going on there where they don't feel like, or maybe that, uh, the arms are not being managed at, at, in the best way at, at this time of year as they try to gear up for a postseason run? Well, I think you put it well, I've got to take it as the player and then take it as an analyst. Uh, First of all, I learned a long time ago when I got on this side of the microphone that I'm not going to be that guy. Get off my lawn. It was better than when, when we played. Uh, mm-hmm. This isn't my game anymore. This isn't right. my generation's game. The guys playing today, it's their game. And yep. one day it's going to be the kids of today's game. Mm-hmm. So we all move on. Uh, this game is much bigger than any one of us. So I'm far from the guy. Oh, when I played, we would have never put up with that. Right. No, my my instant reaction to that is I've never seen a pitcher say anything like that on Mike, maybe thought it maybe mm-hmm. behind closed doors, but I've never seen it verbalized in yeah. a public interview. Yeah. Uh, so I was a little bit taken aback. Now I took a breath and I thought, okay, it's a young kid. It's a, it's a talented kid. Uh, and he's talking about 90 pitches. Well, then a, a light went on everything that's going on in the game today. Things I, I really like things. I don't like at all. And I think are detrimental to the game. But the bottom line is, this is how the kids today are brought up. This is what they're told. 90 pitches. In my, It doesn't matter what my generation did. You're, you're going right. to hear a Roger Clemens type pitcher. You know, Nolan Ryan's going to say, I'll throw 200 pitches. Mm-hmm. Different time. Different time, different mindset. The kids today are not brought up to do that. Now, I feel, still think your aces, the Verlanders of the world, the Scherzers, they take the mound with the mindset of, I'm going nine. But these younger players coming up today, and now you see with the power bullpens, and and a lot of the monies are put into bullpens. Where in my day, if you weren't good enough to be a starter, you go into the bullpen. Yeah. Nowadays, they're starting to breed bullpen guys out of the minor leagues. So they turn you into a power arm early. So it's a different dynamic. They want to get to those to that bullpen. So basically, they're setting up starting pitchers in the big leagues today is, hey, we need everything you got for five. Give us five. Maybe if you're a star, give us six. So that's the mindset and that's the culture they're brought up in. So I don't completely blame George Kirby because that's how he was brought up and he doesn't know any better. That being said, he knows better than to say that publicly. Mm-hmm. You got Scott Service who played in my generation as your skipper and you say, I wish I wasn't out there anyway. Well, if I'm the skipper and I'm looking at that now, Scott's 
been managing for a while. So he's managed old school. He's seen the new school. So I'm sure he's well-versed and, and very adjusted to that. And he's used to, it's different than when we played. But to hear that as a skipper, his first reaction, I could only imagine what it was been. George came back the next day, apologized. Um, I talked to a couple of buddies of mine that still live in the Seattle area that are close to the team. And I asked him about George Kirby because I don't know him personally. And, and the overwhelming response was, Booney, this guy's got balls. This guy's a gamer. That's completely out of uh, context for him. It's not something that I would ever imagine he would say. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, I'm going to give him the benefit of that. And these people I'm talking to are, are baseball people that know what they're talking about. So I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to heed their advice and say, hey, trust me, this guy's a gamer. He's got balls and he's you want him in your corner in a big game. Yeah. I think an interesting uh, look is going to be his next start, which I think is the Mariners next game is Kirby's next start to mm -hmm. see how he comes back, because he did get beat up a little bit in social media i saw a lot of the big uh you know i i saw some hall of famers co uh commenting on twitter which <laughs> it's, mm -hmm. enter it's entertaining for me but i but i've learned that it's best to to sometimes keep my hands on myself and just read the comments instead of actually comment he's read those i'm sure he's got a lot of backlash it's a, i i think that it'd be best for him if he took this as a learning opportunity moved on but it's going to be really interesting how his next start is and if he's feeling that at all uh, from my playing career, I've learned this. Our game is so hard. We got to do it for 162 games. If we're fortunate enough, we get to go to the postseason. If you're really fortunate, you get to go to a World Series. It is so hard, and we have enough pressure on ourselves. Yeah. Why add to it? Right. <laughs> you know, that yep. just adds some stuff you don't need. And, no. uh, you know, he made, a, he made a mistake. Who doesn't make mistakes? He's young. I, I look back, and if you – if you critiqued everything Brett Boone did at, at George Kirby's age, well, I'd probably be, you could probably be pretty critical of some of the things I did and said. So I'm not yeah. going to sit here and say, oh, how dare you in our game. But at the same time, uh, this was a stumble and he's going to learn mm -hmm. from it. And I'm going to be really impressed if he comes back tomorrow night and yeah. shoves. <laughs> I'm going to be really he's impressed if he does that. Big game coming up for him on Friday will be his it's next starting yeah. again Friday. Yeah, they have tomorrow Friday against the Dodgers. So big yeah. game. Um, I'll, and be there, I'll be there, by the way. And there you go. There you go. It's you think about you talk about all that pressure and, and, and everything. You, you, it's a hard game. And on top of it, after the game, you have reporters in your face asking you questions. Sure. People when when he has to deal with that, you know, he say 27 starts. So 27 times he's had mics in his face asking him questions. Right. And you're just you're talking. And I, you know, listen, I mean, you want to give him heat. You want to give him heat. Those that did, um, at some point, there's a there's a level where maybe he's just trying to be completely honest, completely transparent, and you can't say he's, that. He's telling you what he's thinking, <laughs> I don't, and I don't and that care came how out. You are. You can't say that. But that, yeah, we're a very forgiving society. Yes, and you know what makes everything going away go away? Winning. Going out kicking butt and winning. Mm -hmm. Yep. If George Kirby goes out tomorrow night and pitches a gem, and then in five days from now he pitches another great game, this will be so far in his rearview mirror and a learning learning moment for him mm -hmm. that it'll be a blip on the radar. Yeah. If it goes the other way, that scrutiny is going to continue. Did oh, you know, because reporters do what reporters do. They report. They they need right. to. It's a story. It's a right. headline. We got to we got to report on it. You know, I had a lot during my career 
where I was frustrated at some uh, some angles some reporters were covering. And you can get frustrated as an athlete and go to these reporters who you live with on a daily basis, especially the beat writers, and go, hey, you know, Joe, hypothetical name, what's going on with this angle you're taking? And a lot of times I'd have a good discussion with the reporter and say, Booney, I don't want to do this. I got to do my job. I have a boss to answer to. So you understand. Mm-hmm. And and sometimes you say things that you wish you could take back. I did it a lot of times. <laughs> uh, but this one, you know, it's it's all about going out and playing well. As long as you go out and pitch the way you can pitch, this will be a blip on the radar. You bring up this is this great transition to to the next thing I wanted to ask you about. You know, you can make up for saying the wrong thing or doing the wrong thing by going out next time and performing and pitching well and doing your best. But no, not doing situ- your best. Pitching well, well. pitching well. There doing is your best the, doesn't count in the big. Good league. point. No, it's a good point. The the there's a, there's a, there's a player out there that didn't even did not do that. Um, and this is away from this Seattle situation. This is with Toronto and the news yeah. on Alec yeah. Manoa. Oh, that too. So this is a bizarre situation where Alec Manoa has struggled this year. Mm-hmm. Anybody that is un- unaware had a terrible year on the mound. If it was the pitch clock, if it was conditioning, if it was something between the ears, if it was just a bad year, whatever it was, 2023 has been bad for him. Hyunjin Ryu came back, put the Blue Jays in a situation where they had a six-man rotation. So there was going to be an odd man out. The player that was not performing well was on their way out, was going to be either moved to the bullpen or sent to the minor leagues. Alec Manoa was optioned to AAA on August 11th. Didn't report for two weeks. And when he did report, there's been no throwing, no side sessions, no bullpens, nothing. How does this, from a, from a, from your side of things, from your perspective, a, a, a guy's hogging a roster spot, he's hogging a 40-man, this team's trying to win a World Series, and he is letting the team down, putting himself in a position where, I don't know, he's, 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 he's viewing his situation as bigger than the team. Because if, let's say, forbid, you say Kikuchi gets hurt, and the Blue Jays need need Alec Manoa back. Well, now Alec Manoa is not there. They're going to have to go to somebody else that they're not comfortable with. They're not ready to put in there. Thoughts on, from a from a player's perspective, my guy didn't show up and seems to have quit on the team. This Manoa situation is, is really bizarre in your perspective on that. Well, it's a character thing. Um, listen, we all have tough times in this game. I remember 1993. I got sent to the minor leagues three times by Lou Pinella. Didn't always, didn't always deserve it. I remember one time I was playing Cleveland. I swung at a three, two pitch over my head with a runner on third and less than two outs. And I came back, I think I was hitting three twenty. limited at bats. And Lou Pinella looks at me, <laughs> said, son, what are you swinging at? I kind of threw the bat in the ground. I said, Lou, did you forget how hard it was? I didn't mean to chase a pitch over my head. Calls me in after sends me down for the third time. And I'm pissed. Mm-hmm. I, what do I do? I called daddy. Dad, this isn't fair. And my dad was great about this my entire career. He had just finished playing. And he said, are you done being a baby? I said, what do you mean? I'm not a baby. This is unjust. This is BS. Mm-hmm. And he says, Brett, let me tell you one thing. And dad played in the big leagues for 19 years. He said, life isn't fair. As soon as you realize that, you're going to be a lot better off. 
said, it doesn't matter if it's right or wrong that he sent you down. Fact is, you're getting sent down. You can't reverse that. Mm-hmm. So I suggest you go to AAA and you kick some butt and force them to bring you back up. This is one of about three or four advice sessions with my dad throughout my career. He was right every time. And after I cooled down and, and yelled some more, I got off the phone and I thought about it. And I said, you know, that's what I'm going to do. And I went down there and I kicked butt and I came back 10, 10 days later. And I was in the big leagues for the rest of my career. But those are, these are moments. I got sent down three times that year. Mm-hmm. Uh, 1996, 1997. Man, I'd walk by my hitting coach and he'd say, Booney, don't lose that glove. <laughs> I would be almost in tears after games. You know, I hit 233 and I felt right. like they hit a, a 050. And man, these are learning opportunities for me. So later in my career, when when I was having a lot of success, I look back and I remember how hard this game is. Mm-hmm. Um, I understand Manoa. I mean, had a Cy Young caliber year a year ago mm-hmm. and wasn't getting it done this year. You have options. This is the rules of the game. This isn't a, we want Manoa to be as good. Believe me, that Blue Jays organization wants as bad as anybody for Manoa to be Manoa, but he's not. And there's bigger things to bigger fish to fry for the Toronto Blue Jays. They're trying to get a seat at the table for the postseason. And it's not about Alex Manoa. Right. As soon as he realizes that and grows up a little bit, he's going to be a lot better off. Uh, I don't know what would have happened in my day. And once again, I'm going back to my day because that's all I know as a player. Sure, yeah. If I wouldn't have shown up for two weeks, Lou Pinella sent me down and I showed up two weeks later, I, I might not be standing here today. Mm-hmm. I know that. Mm-hmm. Um but this game is hard. And, and, you know, I've got kids and I've got a son in the minor leagues and, and I've taught him as well as I can. My dad was an unbelievable example for me. I didn't learn anything from my dad from a baseball standpoint. He didn't teach me how to hit, didn't teach me how to throw, didn't teach me how to field. But he taught me how to behave and how to, how to walk into a clubhouse and be a pro. And that's the one thing I took away from my dad. I try to model that to my kids. I try to tell them, you know, I have a son that will come to me. Dad, what would you do in this situation? I give him the best advice I can. But this is a big boy game. And when you don't get the job done, you get fired. Just like everybody out in the world, you know, that's right. doing whatever their particular job does. One day, you're not doing your job. You will get fired. Mm-hmm. Big league, I don't care how good of a year you had last year. It's this year. What are we doing this year? What are we yeah. doing this year? And especially when the team has options on you. That's just mm-hmm. part of the game. It's not the first time it happened. It's not the last. Uh, once again, this is a, a learning moment for a young player. You've got to get your butt up and be first and foremost. You are available to the Toronto Blue Jays whenever they need you to help them get to the postseason and one day maybe win a World Series. Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully this will be another a learning moment for another young player. But when I saw that, I just thought back to my times and, and what I'm thinking in my my head. I, I felt like just saying that when I got sent down. I felt mm-hmm. like taking two weeks. I don't think that would have that would have served me very well over my career. Mm-hmm. And, and right now, what is that puts him in a bad situation, you know, two years from now, when, when he's out there and teams are, are, are looking, Hey, what about Alex Manoa? Oh, remember what he pulled a couple of years ago? It's a character right. thing. These things don't go away until you mm-hmm. earn the right for them to go away. And how do you earn it? You go out and you pitch your butt off. <laughs> and usually that right. stuff goes away. Right. But these little character things and, and, I really am not that big, you know, obviously I've been a little bit critical of these players because they deserve to be criticized in some capacity, 
But I also realized I, I put myself into those shoes all the time. I was a young player that made a lot of bonehead decisions. Now, if you're 34 years old and behaving this way, now I've got a big problem because you know better. Mm-hmm. But until you know better, I'm going to be a little bit easy, still going to criticize you, but I'm going to be a little easy and hope it's a growing up moment. Don't do it again. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, these are two pretty extreme things that I saw in the same, you know, I, I, I saw the Manoa thing about a week ago and I went, wow, I didn't even know that. And then, I, yeah. you know, that's when you started with him. I had just recently read up on that and found out when it went on. So that's two things I saw in one week that I don't think I've ever seen before. Yeah, it's it's really it's really interesting. You just, you know, flip on MLB.com news or wherever you get your news and, you, and we're seeing and we're seeing new things. And I, I hope that this Manoa thing can find a good, peaceful resolution. I, I worry that there is a rift now. I mean, I can't imagine the front office is very pleased. So. However extreme the rift is, so. yeah, I would to some degree there's there are there are negative feelings on both sides, and how this gets resolved. Well, the I most mean, important th- and the most important thing is, and I learned this a long time ago. When I play a game, I don't care the opponent. I don't care if you love me, hate me, like the way I walk, don't like the way I walk. I'm not here for you. You're going to respect how I play this game, but I'm playing for those team, those guys in that clubhouse, mm-hmm. and I got to answer to them. And if I make a bonehead decision, first thing I got to do is tail between my legs. Yeah. Get right with my teammates. Yeah. And that's the first thing I think probably not till next year that Alex is going to have to do is get right with those teammates because they don't deserve that that type of, of treatment. Yep. So as long as you're good with, you know, Fernando Tatis a year ago, he went through that big thing. He got suspended the whole thing. I thought first thing this kid needs to do is a young man made a stupid mistake, mm-hmm. but it happens. First thing you got to do is be right with your teammates. As long as you're right with your teammates, you got a chance. As soon yeah. as you get them back in the mix and they've got your respect or you've got their respect, now you can go about your business and not worry about it. And it's all about beating your opponent. But, yeah. but that's the one thing I think about when any of this, these little mini scandals come up. 